Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcast, I just want to talk. The first I just want to talk episode since the conclusion of the offseason. Because I've honestly found a bit more limited time to do these with Squanhall, but I really enjoy them. And this week, it's a topic I'm quite passionate about. And that is about the Rams. And why people just don't get their strategy. Like, because it's interesting. So, you know, for the first time in a couple years, I'm back in in-person school with friends and 49ers fans. Yeah, I'm a Rams fan. Yeah, so those 49ers fans, or that one 49ers fan is quite annoying. There are multiple 49ers fans in my classes, but only one of them is that annoying. And try as I might to tell him, he just won't hear it about the Rams' strategy, even though I'm right. And that's annoying. And, you know, if you're a fan of any team with major rivalries, like, you feel it. Like, maybe you're a Giants fan and there's that one Eagles fan or Cowboys fan or Washington fan. The Giants are enemies with everyone. Everyone in the NFC East is enemies with everyone or maybe you're a fan in the AFC East and you hate everyone there. And there's that one fan from the other AFC East team that just gets on your nerves. Won't get that your team is better than they get credit for. That's annoying. Oh, also those Chargers fans I made fun of for choking. But, so, that's really the purpose of this episode. Because it's a topic, like... I don't think gets enough thought and attention, and I don't want to talk about it. And another reason is, you know, I've been paid for this podcast before, so it makes me kind of a professional, meaning I can say the professional said so to that one 49ers fan. So, yeah. So, I don't think people get the Rams strategy. Like, on the surface, okay, they're... Three and six or something. They're three and six. Okay, they suck. They just came off of a loss to the Packers, which I'll get to later. They came off a tough twenty to three loss, um, and their quarterback was Brett Rippin. The backup for Stafford was rightfully out of the organization for that one. <clears throat> but you know. That's painful. They've lost to the Steelers 24-17. They got blown out by the Cowboys, I think, like, 43-23. No, 43-20. Like, they got demolished. And then they had... They got demolished by the Eagles by two scores. And then they had uh, one-score losses to the Bengals. I forgot what teams we be even like they're so in- oh the Seahawks it's always fun to beat the Seahawks like man the sea it is so fun to beat the Seahawks and it's kind of revenge for the last game of last year if you'll remember there was horribly officiated and then we beat the Colts and beat another team I think might have been the Redbirds but yeah we beat the we crushed the Redbirds so like Okay, three and six. They're back. They're not going to make the playoffs. 
I'm not contending that they're good. I'm contending that they're not as bad as they seem. And in that way, I'm actually saying that they are actually as bad as they seem. But it doesn't matter. See, that one 49ers fan, we have arguments. Obviously. And I always say, we're not trying. 49ers are 5-3. and three. They've lost three straight. And they are trying. Well, what do you mean the Rams aren't trying? Of course they try. Like, they're not tanking, are they? I mean, they're winning games. They could have easily lost. Well, yes, they could. They could have won those. They could have lost those games pretty easily. Okay? There were so many things they could have done to lose those three games. And they're not really tanking. And they are trying. Like, they try, but not 100%. They're not trying to win as much as they tried to win in 2021. In 2021, they had Super Bowl hopes, and they were driving to a Super Bowl, and they won it. And that's another thing I'll get to. It's very important. But they, they want to win. Everyone wants to win, right? Um, unless you're tanking. But, like, the Rams don't tank. They're not a tanking team. They, they're trying to win these games. But, however, you know... They don't, they care a little if they lose, but they don't, they're not like, ah, like, man, that sucks. Anyway, next week, it, because it doesn't hurt their Super Bowl chances, you know. Y you can't hurt a zero chance. Uh, that's not how things work. Honestly, the more they lose, the higher their draft pick gets because they've got their first pick in the first round since 2016, where they selected Jared Goff with the number one overall pick. And so, this is great. If they could do poorly, and they could get, like, one of the the lower-tier top, the lower-top-tier quarterbacks, like, there's so many quarterbacks to offer, like, Bo Nix, Drake May, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, um... Caleb Williams, I said those completely out of order and, like, how good they are because um, Penix is probably number one. And there are others, right? And so, like, it's a deep class, and the Rams could use their first rounder to help trade for a higher first rounder to get a good quarterback. And, like, even if it's J.J. McCarthy, they'll do well. And so... There's that. The 49ers, however, are trying. And they've been trying ever since, you know, they've been trying since forever, really. And so, but they haven't succeeded. They don't have a Lombardi in this, like, new generation. They don't have a Lombardi since the 90s. You know, and one more thing is, like, Actually, I'll get to that later. But the Rams aren't necessarily trying that hard because here's their strategy. All in for a year or two, signing talent they knew they could never keep. Von Miller, OBJ, you know, acquisitions midseason. And then they make a deep stab for a year or two. They, could, they had a chance to repeat the next year, of course. Lots of key pieces left. That's a chance to repeat in 2022, except Stafford goes out. 
Cup goes out. Donald goes out. 13 offensive linemen have to be started. 13 different offensive linemen. And, like, I think seven defensive backs. Like, the injuries were insane. Okay. They had a good shot to repeat. And then everything, absolutely everything fell apart. And the team was essentially pillaged by other teams for their good players. You know, Jalen Ramsey for a third and and Hunter Long, who no one cares about. You know, Leonard Floyd had to be released because the Rams signed too much top talent top talent at too high of a price and they signed extensions and then restructured contracts to have a later huge cap hit so that they could sign more talent to make that very quick deep stab but then everything fell apart leaving really nothing and then the Rams had a very good draft Nakua a uh, Turner Young uh, Ethan Evans is one of the best rookie punters that there's a video somewhere on the internet, I think. It's like Ethan Evans deadlifting 700 plus pounds. I think it was 700. Or like 720 or 750 or 700. Something like that. He's been incredible. And so their, their strategy is deep stab, rebuild, rebuild, rebuild for three... To five years, we're currently in year two of that rebuild. We're not supposed to be good. We're supposed to be rebuilding, accumulating draft picks, so we can be good when those three to five years are up, and then we make a two-year deep stab, three to five years, two-year deep stab, and that's going to go on until they hire someone, uh, until they get rid of less need. Um, I I think he did a good job. Like people are all like, oh, he lost all. He was. General, he was managing for a win-now type of team. And, like, they just went all in and they, they, they won their Super Bowl. They achieved their purpose on so three to five years. It's going to be the same thing where they're going to go very deep in the playoffs. And, like, until they get a different general manager who isn't focused on building a win-now team and more of a dynasty team, then they're going to... That's when you're not going to be seeing this. Unless they are actually bad. Now, with with the Rams, like, of course, they're not trying all that. But like, their strategy was win now. And now, here's something I said I'd get to. Win now might actually be the new thing. You know, back in the early 2000s, right, it was dynasties. It was built to last teams, you know. The Rams were actually quite built to last until they got rid of Kurt Warner. Patriots, Steelers, Giants, all those teams that were good for a while. The Saints, Colts. The Saints never won multiple Super Bowls, but they were top competition for for a decade and a half. So... They count. Now, ever since the collapse of the Patriots, the Patriots' last Super Bowl, the ultimate built-to-win dynasty, like built-to-last dynasty of football ever, winning six Super Bowls over the span 
of, you know, 18 years is something that can be applauded, right? Spygate, all that, so maybe half applause. They built a team that lasted a, almost two decades. And they were good until 2019, so 19 years. But ever since their last Super Bowl win, where it's like the wheels start to fall off, Tom Brady's leaving, you know, and their stars aren't getting any younger. Julian Edelman certainly isn't getting younger. She retired after the 2020 season. With the... With eight... After 2018, there have been four Super Bowls. They've been won by three different teams. Now, only one team of those three different teams has been a built-to-last team. That's the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are incredible. They've built a quite young roster around Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey isn't that young, but he's still in his prime. And especially Patrick Mahomes. And in the first time, it was built around Tyree Kill. And the second one, they kind of lacked that huge receiving presence. They also had a good running presence with Pacheco later in the season, who undoubtedly helped them win the Super Bowl. They could have done it without him, but he was a help. Now, with the Chiefs, like, they are the only built-to-last team since the Patriots to to win a Super Bowl. And now, if you consider the the Bucks, the other the other win now all in team that won a Super Bowl since the Patriots, it other than the Rams is it's like they signed Tom Brady. They know they can't keep him for a long time. He's getting old, and he does retire after three years. They only have a three year opportunity to be good, and. They're decent now, but, like, they only had a three-year opportunity to really get into it. Now, and in 2022, they really sucked. They were 8-9. and nine. They still made the playoffs, but then they got rolled by the Cowboys, even though the Cowboys missed a bunch of kicks. So, yeah. In 2020, they really go all in, especially with Gronkowski, so trade for Gronkowski, sign. They signed Tom Brady, then traded for Gronkowski. They they did everything, and they set their team up for a short-term victory. And Dominican Sue, they set their team up to win, and they won Super Bowl 55. And then they were very good in uh, 2021. And the Rams could have been good in 2022 if it wasn't for injuries. I mean, think about this. If Tom Brady is lost for the season early, if Mike Evans is lost for the season early, you know, if the entire offensive line gets injured, if the entire secondary gets injured, like, the Bucks aren't winning in 2021, just like the Rams in 2022. So, if you compare that, and know. Again, the Chiefs do have the two Super Bowls. And that's great for... That's one of the pros of built-to-last teams. Except, you know, you have to be... You have to win the Super Bowl. It's only worth it if you win the Super Bowl. Otherwise, you're good for a very long time. But you don't win a conference championship. You don't win... You know, you don't win that Super Bowl 
then it's really worthless. You just put yourself out of reach of the top picks, right? It's like, you can be good. You can fail in the conference championships every year, and everyone will look at you, and it's good, and it feels good for you. It feels good for the fans, hope for next season. But it's really kind of meaningless unless you win that silver football on an elongated triangle named after a coach who died in the 70s. So, yeah, there's no real point to having a built-to-last team that lasts good but doesn't win a Super Bowl. And a good, you know, a good example of this is the Cowboys. Yes, the Cowboys. The Cowboys, since 2016, Dak, Zeke, they've been trying to win. And they've been pretty consistently a very good team. They've made the playoffs a lot. They've lost to the 49ers in those playoffs a lot. Um, and they've put themselves out of reach for the top picks. Unless they traded, you know, they got Micah Parsons after a, even a good season. Like, so... So, they haven't entirely put themselves out of reach for top picks. But, like, it's good, and they're good, and everyone looks at them and says they're good, although it's not their year. However, they haven't won. They've won a lot, but that's regular season. It doesn't matter. They haven't won that silver football on an elongated triangle named after a coach who died 50 years ago. And, you know, it's kind of meaningful, but, you know, they haven't even got to that game where they could win that trophy. And so they've, yeah, they've been good, but has it mattered? The 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl in this phase despite repeatedly trying. They made the Super Bowl in 2019 and choked it, which will be a future episode, hopefully very soon, because that's another topic I'm passionate about. They've made two straight NFC championships, but is it worth it? Like, okay, the NFC championship ring, singular, because they choked the other NFC championship, and then their quarterback got injured, so, yeah. But, like, they haven't won the Super Bowl. So while they've consistently been a better team and they've owned the Rams, except for NFC championships where the Rams beat their butts and won the Super Bowl, and they have a Super Bowl now, too, in this millennium, unlike the 49ers. The 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl. The 49ers are two years away from a 30-year title drought, while the Rams are two years away from a four-year drought. Other than an injury-riddled season in 2020, the, the 49ers have been pretty good. I'm sorry, 2019. Other than, no, 2020. Yes, 2020. Other than that injury-riddled season, they've been pretty good. And now, here's a funny thing. Okay, so I was once, you know, online, and I saw some 49ers fan had posted something about, like, the Rams... Super Bowl being a fluke during 2022 and the, and like the, like mid-season so they've already lost their key players and like it's about the Rams thing being a fluke and Sean McVay being a bad coach even though he's infinitely better than Kyle Shannon which I will, you know, get to later in another episode. But like they were injured and it's funny because 
when the 49ers do poorly with lesser injuries than the Rams in 2020, oh, injuries, blah, blah, blah. When the Rams lose practically everyone, they're left at the end of this season with their wide receiver three and, you know, their running back, one corner, one edge rusher, like, like one pass rusher, and two linebackers from the start of the year still healthy. Ah, fluke. Their Super Bowl was an absolute fluke. And it sure seems like that right now, but it's not. It was meant to be a one or one-time thing. And they weren't built to last. And, like, so the 49ers, they still haven't gotten their hands on a Lombardi trophy in this phase. And so that that's another built-to-last team that hasn't just won. They just haven't won. And so, really, is it better to be built to last? The Packers were built to last until they traded Aaron Rodgers. But... They didn't even make the Super Bowl. They made the NFC Championship practically every year since the Patriots collapsed. I mean, I mean they lost to the 49ers. They lost to the Bucks the next year in, in the NFC Championship. They lost to the Rams. No, they lost to the 49ers in the Divisional. And the 49ers were gone to lose to the Rams. Ha <laughs> ha. And then they would suck the next year. And this was towards the end of one of those built-to-last phases. So not all of it was post-Patriots domination. And they did win their Super Bowl, albeit in 2010. All since then was good, but not good enough. In 2019, 2020, and 2021, there were very good teams making... The NFC Championship two years in a row. That's good. It's great. I wish the Rams could make two NFC Championships in a row. That would be nice. But the Packers didn't win any one of them. In that three-year stretch, they didn't miss the Divisionals. But they didn't win in a conference championship, didn't win a Super Bowl. And so, was it worth it? They just sabotaged their draft picks. I mean, the Jordan Love pick was more sabotage, but they just, yeah, they sabotaged their draft because they actually had to trade even to get higher picks. So was it worth it? Because, oh, yeah, winning, it's fun. The fans are loving it, but they're, they don't have the hardware. They don't have the rings. They don't have the trophy. And it's another built-to-last team that lasted at a high level but never crossed the plane into a Super Bowl while two, two like short-term teams have won and they're currently rebuilding. The Bucks are decent again. The Rams aren't. But that's like kind of another team that fell victim to it a little. And... It's like, if again, if you play at a high level, it doesn't matter if you don't win the Super Bowl or at least an NFC championship. You, so, built to last but not winning Super Bowls is much worse than 
winning a Super Bowl one year and then sucking for the next half decade and then being good again. Now, moving on to the Saints, who didn't win a Super Bowl since, you know, that 20, not 2009 season. And this is a team that was built to last. And again, like the Packers, it was kind of on the tail end of that period of being good. You know, after the Patriots thing where they lost to the Rams, no no call, they had a chance. They had their chances, and they didn't take advantage. Yes. I mean, the Rams could have won. Like, the Saints could have won even with that no call, but that's not what I'm here arguing about. So, I'm looking here at it, and in 2019, the Saints were 13-3. and they lost in the wild card. In 2020, they were 12-4. and four. They lost in the divisional. Now, in 2021, that's where it gets bad because, you know, the whole they don't have Drew Brees anymore thing because Drew Brees retired after a bunch of injuries that absolutely tough quarterback, but... With the Saints, they were good, but didn't mean anything. They didn't win. And now, we turn our attention to the Buffalo Bills, who similarly have been trying to win since the drafting of Josh Allen. And they've even acquired Stephon Diggs to help him. They've acquired a lot of talent over the years. But it doesn't mean anything. Again, they just, it's the problem with these teams. They've been good for a long time. Two straight divisional losses is nothing to sneeze at. However, again, they didn't win the Super Bowl. And they haven't won the Super Bowl. Of course, they still have a long window left to go. But, you know, they haven't won and the Rams have. The Ravens, same thing. And so, really, it might be better to be an all-in for a year or two team because they seem to be more successful these days after the collapse of the Patriots dynasty. So, that's... It's like something that people just don't get. The Rams don't need to be good. They won their Super Bowl, and whenever I say that, people are always like, yeah, yeah, it's the last one you'll ever win. No, the point is they're supposed to suck now, and that's fine. Okay, they're going to get a high draft pick, replace Stafford. Great. Like, I really invi- I'm really inviting that. And with the Rams, like, also their uh, losses have been interesting, like, the Cowboys, there's no excuse, but, like, with the, pa- not Patriots, with the Bengals, the 49ers, and the Eagles, like, that's three losses to teams that made the 2022 NFC Championship. And with the, with the Steelers suffered from, like, really game-ending game calls, like, in crunch time, like, that was really a problem. The refing 
right before the two-minute warning that quarterback sneak did not get there. Rams should have had two minutes 15 to go and tie that game up. Or go for two and win it because I don't think they trust trust Brett Maher. But, and then with the Packers, like, what do you expect? The Packers own the Rams. It's been 17 years. I think since the Rams have won in Lambeau, they said during the game, it's no surprise. The, the Packers just own limits. Kind of like how the Cardinals just, like, how the Cowboys just can't seem to win against the Cardinals these days. Even when the Cardinals suck, it's like, the Cowboys just give them a free win. So, really, like, I hope that sheds some light on that for you. Because, like, I don't think people get that the Rams aren't trying to be good. They're just trying to rebuild so that they can make a deep run in, you know, a few years. Which is going to be two to three years. Because at the rate they're going, it's going to be like, a year or two. So, yeah. I just, I hope people stop being annoying about this. Of course, they won't be in, stop being annoying about this. But, like, I really want them to not be annoying because it's true. The Rams, their strategy worked. They won their Super Bowl. They're going to try it in a few years again. And... Really, it might be a better strategy than having a team built to last because only one of those teams has won since the Patriots dynasty. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed that episode. If you want to argue with me, my email will be in the description. I am open to an argument. That email is also for any type of contact, questions, comments, feedback, Criticism, I don't care. Just, you can email me if you want to contact me for whatever reason. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, um, not this podcast, but my normal one where I just predict NFL games. This is my show, this is my opinions. If you want to be a guest on that, you are free to contact me with the email in the description and we might set something up. And also in the description will be a bunch of links. These are two platforms that this podcast is on. YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. And also, if you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. It helps the channel grow. It costs nothing. It takes about a second, and you can always change your mind later. If you're on Spotify, if you like the content, please give it a rating, you know, it really takes about two seconds of your time. And even if you didn't enjoy, you're a 49ers fan and you want to give me a bad rating, I don't care. Just do so. And, you know, the feedback's always important. Also, this podcast currently has no sponsors. So if you would like to sponsor this podcast, uh, that's also what the email is in the description for. Uh, that email serves a lot of purposes. It's contact for any reason. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Penalty on the Podcaster. I just want to talk. You'll hear more of me next episode.